Hello there and welcome back to Nikki V's Master Coach. Now today I'm going to talk about being in the large corporates and being a master coach. So um, it all came about by again that that film that I sent out of Robin Williams about the uh, from Goodwill Hunting when he did the vent at Matt Damon by the lake and he basically it brought up all these contentious um, it brought up all these contentious kind of comments going that would never work in like if I was with a businessman or a CEO of a large company they would walk out on me and I just want to put the record straight here that again here's my point the point is, if you're going to be a purist about coaching, if you're just going to stick by the rules and you're just going to walk into a business coaching scenario and you're going to go question, answer, question, answer. And here's what happens also in a business scenario is that so often you're talking about the business, right? So what you're actually doing is you're trying to resolve a problem that's outside of the person. So you remember when we've done um, anything on the V coaching strategy, on the V, about when we've done questions that we asked to get to the bottom of the problem, one of the questions, what are quite a significant amount of the questions, are whether the person you're talking to is at cause, in other words, how they are impacting on the problem or how they've caused the problem, or whether they are at effect, meaning that they're out away from the problem, the problem is all outside of themselves. Because here's the, here's the thing that I um, think about corporate when you go into large companies, is if you try and coach, or as a consultant, some, some of you may call yourself a consultant, or a mentor, or a coach, doesn't really matter, if you try and give them advice, imagine it like this, I always think of it positioning, is it's like you the coach, and he or she the client, is trying to solve this problem outside of, the, outside of both of you, if you like. Now, that means that, for me, that's likely to be a very low level result outcome. So what do I mean by that? Because you'll be talking about something that's outside of this person, that what you're likely to do is find practical, logical, um, obvious, I'd be as blunt as to say obvious, solutions to the problem that is out here. So what you're almost doing, if I could do it visually, which is great, is I would say I'm standing next to the client and we are talking about this problem over here and I'm the client, I'm the coach going, yeah, so how could you do it better? And the, the client goes, well, I could do this. And then, well, when could you do that? And how could you do it? And wh what would be the best way? And how long would it take? And all that. For me, if you remember, this is what I call... Um, warm bath coaching but actually I have to think of a different word for it tone than coaching because it's not coaching at all it's kind of giving advice or asking what I call obvious questions that give obvious answers now again in a purest sense of the word with coaching at this level of coaching which is like the the, the, the most basic level I'm asking questions and I'm getting answers and I might, just might, get um, 
an answer from this person that they hadn't thought of before just might in which case it's been interesting or maybe a little bit valuable quite frankly at the top level in coaching in where the real money is if you want to earn big money going to large corporates and be at the top end because that's where most of the money is spent on the high level um, people in the organization interesting and a little bit valuable will not get you the work so anything that you ask or say as a coach or consultant or trainer or mentor that's just helpful will never get you that client or if it gets you the client it will get you one session with them but no more and I've actually had somebody on the phone in the last couple of weeks a coach that I know who's, who had who got actually a really great contract her first contract after she'd come out of being working for a company she'd gone to another company in the same sector so her niche was good her training was there but because she didn't have the skill in order to assist people on more than the obvious they actually finished her after the first session and then she rang me up and said I need your help and I said well um, great and I can help you but hold on a minute when we spoke a few weeks ago you were just going this is easy I've come out of coaching training I've left my job and I've now got seven eight ten thousand pounds worth of contract um, how would you deliver it she said to me and I went well it wouldn't be so much how would I deliver it it would be like what is the result that these people must get that you're going to assist them with with your coaching so of course she hadn't any idea what that was so she'd gone in and delivered stuff which was not going to take them to the result and they probably went well they did say to her they said oh it's very interesting what you did and it was helpful but we don't think we'll be doing any more of it and so you know I, I definitely had a, <laughs> had a conversation with her I went so look let me be honest with you you need to be at a higher level than that if you're going to get paid for it by anyone let alone corporate in the private market even you need to be at a higher level so as I said you may have watched the video last week for me there's like this level of coaching and then there's mastery of coaching and the master coach goes into a company and somebody said um, when they watched that video they said well you'd never do that in a business and I said well hold on a minute if you're not prepared to do that what you're going to give is you're going to give warm bath coaching and that might be interesting and quite valuable but for me not worth paying top dollar for so what is mastery level well let me just give you an example give you an example of a few companies that large companies that I've been in my first ever client and if you go oh no she's got a, a story about her first ever client again but it's worth listening to because here's the point I went to see the HR director of a very large public company right and I just very green I was very green I was you know quite a new coach but I knew the difference between being just a purist coach and just asking questions about the company and about the results and about what they wanted I knew the difference between that and getting a bit deeper into what this person needed what this person needed for their own results their own reputation their own life and so what I did is completely not knowing what I was doing, I'm asking her questions about the problem that's coming on in the company, how it's been created, what part she's played in this problem, and what needs to happen. And it was, became a very private but a very deep 
conversation because I found out how she'd been at cause of this problem and how she want what she needed to do. So when we got to this OFM moment, if you remember about the OFM moment, and I said to her, in the past, how has this been a problem to you before? How has this, you know, affected your life? Oh my goodness me, a load of stuff came out, right? She's gone, well, you know, I've been doing this behavior. Remember, we always get this behavior and this has caused this problem. And I don't know what the hell to do about it. And I've gone, yeah, and, and how has this affected you in the past? How has doing this affected you in the past? And all of a sudden, all sorts of stuff came on about her private life, about her, you know, her interaction with her bosses and her subordinates and her, oh, it was a load of stuff came out. And I went, so, you know, I don't even remember whether I got to what's happening now or in the future. I can't even remember, right? But what I do know is I said to her, so what decision are you making? She went, I have to remember this. I'm sorry, let me fill in the gaps for anybody that's new. I have to. I must solve this problem. And I am the one that was part of the cause. And so I need to be the person that solves it. Can you help me? And I went, yes. And she went, look, I've got 40 senior managers at the senior manager and director and board level. She said, I need to know more about their development needs. I need to know who needs what coaching on what. Can you help me? And I said, yes. And so she said, well, you know, how would you do that? I said, well, what would work for you? Which is, by the way, a great thing to say to somebody. And she said, well, you know, could do with you coming in. I can get you like a few people in, you know, um, one after the other. I'll don't worry, I'll manage it all. So she managed it all for me, which is obviously what so many corporate coaches say to me. Well, how do you get them all to come to the same place on the same time? I said, you don't. <laughs> you get the person with the problem to get them there just as a side, a side issue we'll talk about another time. But um, she said to 40, so long story short, um, she said at the end, as I'm going out the door, she went, Nikki, oh, that was unbelievable. That was unbelievable, she said. Now we had about half an hour in her office, on her own, about her. So we were about her, not about this problem outside of ourselves. So guess what happened? Um, she, she said, oh, by the way, before you go, could you just drop down what you think you could do with these 40 people for me, um, you know, over the next few months or whatever? So I said, yes. So I get home. I mean, this is like a long, long time ago, <laughs> like 15 years ago. And I was like on my laptop and I just sent her a bit of an email. Hi, great to meet you. Glad you found it valuable, blah, 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 blah. And here's what I could do. Like, you know, good paragraph. I didn't hear anything for about a week and then about a week later she phoned me up she phoned me by the way um she phoned me up and she went nikki i'm so sorry um i haven't got you in you know i've been back to you she said but we're waiting for the other tender documents to come in and i went what well because i have a corporate background i know what tender documents are so what happens when we what company goes out to tender is they have a brief which is normally about this thick or well, i suppose it's hundreds of pages on an email now about this thick 
and then your tender documents that come in from the other com companies who want to get the business, they're about that thick. I'd sent a paragraph. And um, so I thought, okay, I blew it. You know, maybe I need to go back to um, the rules of coaching, which is, you know, put it all down and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, about another week later, she rang up. She said, can you come in? Uh, I'd like to talk to you more. And she said, um, I do have two questions. She said, um, can you do it for £50,000? And I went, um, once I got, got myself back off of the floor, <laughs> I said yes. And she said, when can you start? And those are the two best questions that, you know, best questions you can ever hear as a, as a coach, of course. And when I went in, I asked her something, which I've never asked anybody since. I said, what made you decide? I said, because you said about getting a load of tenders in. And then she went, yeah, she said, we did. We got the, you know, the usual, you know, big thing. She said, because, but we chose you, A, because your paragraph denoted exactly what we had, you and I had agreed was the, um, was the plan to get the result that the company needs. And the others were a masterpiece of, you know, um, jargon, HR jargon. And they, may, they had basically had no bearing on what was said when the meeting happened. So, you know, I just wanted to give you that example because that for me is because I was willing to go to a more personal way of coaching, which I believe is master, master coaching, I got that business. I went to see Sky Television, huge, huge, huge operation. HR director, absolute top, top door man, and was getting absolutely nowhere with what I call purist questions and answers about the company. Tried to bring it to him a little bit, no, not getting anywhere. So in the end, I just went for it. A bit like um, the guy did in the clip that I was talking about last week. Um, and I just went, I, I'm not being funny, but it sounds like you don't really need any assistance here. Like, you know, everything seems to be going well, you know, um, is there any part of your life that's not at a 10? And he looked at me, first of all, he looked at me a bit like, you're very brave. <laughs> and then he went, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. And I went, okay, cool. So should we not talk about it for another five minutes then? Because, you know, nearly finished now. And he went, yeah, let's not talk about it for another five minutes. Then he picked his phone up, which is, and I was so shocked by this. He said to his secretary, cancel the appointments for this afternoon. He said, because I'm going to stay. And he said, bring us two more coffees in or whatever we're drinking. And I started to talk to him about his future. And he started to share with me what he saw as the vision for his future. He started to share with me why he was scared of doing that. He started to share with me about his wife and about his children and about the legacy he wanted to leave and why he wanted some assistance to start to do that. And I believe if I hadn't had the guts and the balls, if you excuse that expression, to actually challenge him a bit and go to outside of what is normal coaching, where we question and answer and question and answer and we kind of, you know, go with what's being said and what's being talked about. I don't believe that he would have trusted me to share his innermost thoughts and his private life with me. And it wasn't until a few months later, I didn't really hear anything from him. I mean, the truth was he didn't go, yes, you can be my coach for the rest of your life, which would have been nice. But a couple of months later, I just had a call from his, um, his secretary asking me to coach one of their senior executives and went in and did that.
So my point for you is that wherever we are, I mean, I could tell you 10, 20 stories like that, where, you know, I'm seemingly getting nowhere, but because I'm prepared to, my favorite, one of Tony's favorite stories, when a guy I coached for months and months and months, and it was all about getting promoted, and it was all about getting his department to work well, and, you know, it was great fun kind of coaching him. He was a really nice guy, but he was very rigid, and he would have, you know, a list of things that he wanted me to coach him on, you know. And one day, we'd been there about half an hour, and, he, and I said, um, I don't know what made me say it. I said, um, have, you, are you, are you, have you eaten? And it was about, I don't know, it was about one o'clock, what happens what? And he said, um, uh, no. And I went, well, should we go out? Should we just go out and have some lunch, you know? And he went, I can't. And I said, um, why not? And he said, because I bought a sandwich with me. And I couldn't help myself. I went, live dangerously, throw it in the bin, and come out to lunch with me. And he went, oh my God. He said, I have lived my life with my rules. He said, I live my life. I make my same sandwich every day, bring it to the office. I, and, I, and I just asked him the question, so where else does that show up in your life? And he went, everywhere. He said, it's ruining my marriage. It's... I'm certainly not, it's certainly stopping me getting promotion. I've realised that now. He said, you've been trying to tell me that, haven't you? I said, yes, I have. But you need to see it yourself. We went out, we walked along the Thames. I asked him a question. I said, tell me something. What's going to happen in 10 years' time if you don't get this handled? He said, my kids will be orphans. What? He went, yeah, I know that I will die like my dad did early and my kids will be on their own without a dad and I need Nikki. He said, Nick, and he stood there and like, makes me cry just talking about it. He said, Nikki, I have to get out of this stuckness. He said, because I am so stuck. And I went, great, like, you know, let, let me help you. Let me, you know, like, and so, and I then trusted myself that whatever is meant to happen with him would happen. So my, the moral of today's story is, you know, allow yourself to go to the next level. And that's what we do at Master Coach. And this may sound like, you know, a sales ploy to get you to come to Master Coach. And we do it online and offline. So we've got choice for wherever you are in the world or whatever you want to do. The reason why I'm so passionate about Master Coach is because we absolutely, well, let me tell you something. The reason why Tony is so passionate about Master Coach is he believes that by assisting you to go to that next level of the mastery of this art, by assisting you to get out of your own stuckness and to really serve people, whether they're in business or in private lives, at an, a new high level where you throw away the rule book and you just do what needs to be done to get this person out of wherever they are and to wherever they need to be. He believes that if we can teach you to do that, you will then go away and change the world. So I do it. I might, that's Tony, that he is such a, you know, his vision is huge. I do it because I am so tired and upset by hearing so many coaches who have to go back to work and get a job, or they're just surviving on a small bit of money that they're getting from their coaching, and they're doing what they are meant to be doing. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a vocation for me, 
but that at sometimes if you only have your basic training and you don't know how to do these different things and to get really deep with somebody and to do unusual things which I'm going to talk about on my next video I've got something else on my next video don't miss it um, if you don't know how to do that and at Master Coach what we do is we physically practice them so that when you go to clients you're not doing it for the first time you've got the feeling of how powerful it is so that's why I'm passionate about you know assisting more coaches to go to the very next level to become masters of coaching so if that's something that interests you and you want to take your business and your coaching and your whole life to the next level because you can imagine a lot of coaching takes place pop your um, press the button in the press whichever box interests you either online or offline and I either look forward to seeing you on a computer or in live in person and to take going with you on that fabulous journey to master master of coaching so until then i'll speak to you next week bye bye